And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello and welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. I am your host, Mickey. And my name is Sam. (laughs) We are recording a very special episode today. Uh, We are two sisters who live together normally with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. So welcome back to the show. So normally we are recording uh, in the same room. But today is not the case. Sam is recording live from Australia. Where in Australia are you right now? I'm in Cairns. No, like Carnes. C A I R N S. Exactly. But in Australian, it's pronounced Cairns. Like, like, like C A N N E S, France. Yeah, like, yeah, like Cairns, like Cairns of right. Right. So it's like, it's hilarious because I'm like, am I mispronouncing the name of this town? Because <laughs> in Australia, I'm, no, but everywhere else in the world, yes. <laughs> so weird. anyways, that's where I am. That's and so I'm is. with uh, our friends, Chris and Imbi, who we've been friends with for over 12 years now. Wow. Really? I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I've known Chris for 12 years because that's when we went to Southeast Asia. That is insane. Wow. I know. Chris and Imbi are like really special to us. Um, Like you met them twice before inviting them to our wedding. Yeah. (laughs) And then I was there. Yeah. Yeah. The second time. So it was my first time meeting them. Yeah. 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 It's there. They have set there. They have one of the most amazing manifestation stories like ever. Like if anybody wants to, um, if I'm telling an, uh, a coincidence story, I always bring up Chris and Imby. Yeah. It's crazy. What? What, what transpired with them? Yeah. Maybe we could have them on the show at some point. <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, okay. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure listeners have questions for you. <laughs> How are you? How are you feeling? What's been going on um, since you've been on the road with your your tour for Host to Host? Yeah. So, I mean, everything has been going really well. Um, the tour hasn't officially started yet. So at the time of this recording, it'll, it'll just be before. It's like a week before the actual tour starts. Um, but so for the past, I guess it's like three weeks before the tour starts, Um, I've been, um, spending time with friends and family and traveling around Australia. So I've already been to Uluru, which was really amazing. Like absolutely stunning. I just couldn't get over the colors of, um, that beautiful place. And then right now I'm in Cairns. I haven't even like been outside. I just got here last night. So I don't even know what Cairns is like, but, um, it's been going really well. Um, one of the first things I did when I got here was attend a workshop um, called Style Shoot Feast. Mm. And that was really interesting. I've been kind of, I don't, I guess, um, what's the word? Uh, like transitioning, climatizing. 
Is that the word? Acclimating. Acclimating. Thank you. Acclimating to um, this role that I've kind of created for myself. And there's been some adjusting, I think, mm-hmm. because it's just not something that I usually do. So, like, I don't know. I We had a chat, actually, when we were in Uluru because I put my neck out while in, we got a camper van to go around Alice Springs in Uluru. And the first night that I slept there, I put my neck out and it was just kind of right after the workshop. And I, I was just... What's been interesting, what's been kind of coming up for me is um, insecurity and perfectionism. Mm-hmm. It's been really strong. So I'm just trying to be aware of that. And yeah, I think honestly, like not having, not having you around and not having like this constant conversation of, um, what comes up when we feel triggered or whatever it's like yeah. oh wow this work is like really hard on your own and <laughs> damn it's like am i i'm starting to think am i a pessimist because <laughs> it's just like you're paying attention to your thoughts right you're just like mm. there's so many negative thoughts coming here up you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like, am I just, what is happening like this is a great thing how am i thinking that any of this is bad or that this isn't working out or what, you know, like how it's amazing. eh? like what humans just fall back to. It's like default. Yeah. Default. Something's wrong. Default. Something's bad. Like just that's, and you're constantly like putting yourself back up into the, the middle of the path of like, everything's fine, dude. Like just keep going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. That's so interesting because you're, and you're like, you're with Nick who doesn't talk about this stuff. Although he's like, he's a very solid grounded dude. So that's nice. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. But it's not, you don't have the, (laughs) the projector Oracle knowing (laughs) in your ear every day. So that's got to be a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. You just, I, I had this actually quote from um, my cousin Vinny, where she's like, I think once you get out there and you do anything out there, <laughs> I think you're going to be really great. I'm like, that's me. Like, yes. Yes. It's just like the beginning part of like, oh my God, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, who am I? Who do I think I am? Like, that yeah. kind of shit. And he's like, like I'm really, I'm really scared. Right. I'm really scared. And you do anything out there? Yeah. I think you're gonna be I'm like, that's 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 exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah, there's there's a lot of anticipation. Yeah. Right? Like all this build up and stuff, and it's you know, you still have another week and not all like you were saying before we started recording, like not a whole lot of time for acclimating. <laughs> you're just like hitting the ground running. So, yeah, because we're doing things over here. Like, why wouldn't we, you know, yeah. why wouldn't we for Australia? But also at the same time, I'm like, okay, okay I have to like work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a whole new role that you're in 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to share any manifestation stories? Well, I have like a couple of like shout outs even. So um, I do have the manifestation story of uh, the flights. That's like, it was so cool. So I manifested my first first class experience on a 16 and a half hour. <laughs> so if you're going to do it, like. Dear Lord. Oh my God. Holy Jesus. I cannot. I can't like, I just can't like, it just transforms flight travel like night and fucking day. Like, holy shit balls. I was, so this is what happened. There's Chris. I just saw him and then, and Nick, Oh, there goes your door. It's just nice to see those people that, you know, you haven't seen in two years and then you just show up. It's like, Ooh, um, okay. So, Okay. I wanted to manifest, I secretly wanted to manifest these seats, these first class seats. So I, we did a story on this too, right before you left, where you're like, I'm not going to tell people what it is that I'm trying to manifest. And I was like, I know what it is. <laughs> but I was like, I was trying to manifest it for you too. I'm like, she's going to get it. I don't know how she's going to get it, but she's going to get it. So, um, I was like, okay, I, I really just, I'm I'm going to manifest this, like, and then coming off the coattails of our presentation, yep, like having all of that f- like fresh in my memory, yeah, like, an evening with OMJ, yeah. There is no reason why I cannot manifest this. There's no reason. So do it. So what I did, this is what I did. Five nights before our trip, our flight, five nights before. I started going to bed as if I was on the plane. Right. So like I got into bed, I laid flat, I had a blanket over me and a pillow. And then I imagined that sound like (laughs) on the plane. I imagined it all. Like I even imagined like the dim lighting, like the, the blue light that they use. Like Mm -hmm. I imagined that. So like for five nights in a row, like every night I went to sleep, I wasn't in my bed. I was on the plane. So I was like, this is how I'm going to sleep. This is how I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to go to sleep like this. I just kept doing that. And then the morning of the flight, um, we were on our way up and mom was, came up with us so she could drive the car back. And she um, was talking about first class and she's like, something's going to happen where you're going to like get comped or you're going to get upgraded or something. She kept kind of talking about it. And, um, CC, I was like, I had this thought, like, I'm going to sleep first class tonight. And CC was like, yeah. Was like, oh my God. Oh my God. CC. She knows. Right? She knows. Is that right? CC? And she was like, she like clapped her hands twice. So I was like, oh my God. Okay. Shh, just calm down. Don't scare away. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> So then we have to tell the people if the people don't know who CC is, you have to tell the people because you made it sound like she has hands. <laughs> kind of does. She doesn't, but okay. So CC, I've named this energy that moves through my body. Um, when I'm presented with, it's so funny too, like as a generator, we're presented with um, invitations. We're present, like we respond to the environment. So I'm 
receiving messages or invitations or whatever. I'm, I'm interacting with my world. And when I'm presented with something that is truthful or something that is like, that's aligned or right, I get a vibration that happens in a specific part of my body. It's a very, very specific part. To some people, it's quite mysterious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some people don't even know where it is. vibration in a certain area of my body um and then I call her Cece why do you call her Cece well because it's called well there's two there's a couple of reasons Cece stands for in my mind clit clairvoyance yes being able but also like Cece like Courtney Cox that's like a whole other story but Sam's just a lot like Monica that's how you shorten that down yeah. So, anyways, so Cece was like, "Yes, and yes, yes." She like, she she beat. She gave you one beat and then two beats, and then two beats. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, "Okay, this is, this is this is happening." So then we get to the front, we get to the counter, and the guy at the counter, he's like, "This is just like the weirdest thing because you're paying for your bags, but you shouldn't be because you're on your business class. You're going business class," and I'm just like what? And he's like, yeah, it's like, you shouldn't be paying to have your bags put on the plane. We shouldn't have that extra charge. The reason why was because from our flights from Toronto to Vancouver, we weren't flying business. And then from Vancouver to Sydney, we were. So that portion of the flight we had to pay. And Nick's like, yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. Like we're, it's fine. And I just was like, hang on a second. I just found out that I'm flying business class to Sydney and the guy at the counter was like oh my god I'm so sorry ma'am is that supposed to be a surprise and <laughs> Nick's like no it's okay and I'm just like oh my god oh my I'm like freaking out <laughs> like I'm so excited I'm like I'm fucking gonna <laughs> like so excited like jumping around the airport and then when you actually get there on the plane I'm just like this like the best thing ever. You like, skipped to Dan. You were in Vancouver now. Yeah, Vancouver actually like in the business. And the stewardess comes over and he's like, "What would you like for the menu?" I'm like, "It's my first time here." Oh my god, I'm so excited. He's just like laughing. I'm like, it was by this time, and the plane had sat on the tarmac for an hour and a half. But I I watched a whole movie. Like, <laughs> I didn't care, and it was just like. I could have stayed there forever. Like, it was just like, go, oh, I, I'm still reeling over it. And it's yeah. been through, like, I just, ah. I totally, so totally understand. Yeah, I, I know. So good. I know. I totally yeah. understand. I'm still not over my experience. And I was, I was, I think I was 19. How old was I? 20? Yeah backpacking I did the same thing like I didn't pay for it we got upgraded and that experience I'm like I'll never forget that experience and it was again like that long flight LA to Sydney and I was like oh my god <laughs> like how how do you ever come back from this like you can't like it's just and I'm still not over it and that was to over 10 years ago yeah I get it it's like- yeah, it's like once you experience that contrast, 
once you know how shitty economy is, yeah, like how shitty it is. It's I know. shitty. It's garbage. I know. Everyone should like economy shouldn't exist. <laughs> it should yes. just first class should yes. just be for everyone on the plane. That's just yes. how you travel. And someday there, travel. there will be an airline that offers everyone decency. Yes. <laughs> yes. Human decency. Particular, like I don't mind like the four-hour flights, fine, whatever. It's fine. That's but like fine. the overnight ones, it should be like illegal to make people sit up. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. Treat us yes. with some dignity and respect, please. So, I, I've been telling that manifestation story all, all across my trip anytime. So I've had a couple of opportunities where people are like, okay, what else do you do other than host to host? And they say, I have a podcast with my sister called our manifestation journey. And what I've found interesting, and I'm sure you find this too. Anytime you tell somebody that, so we're just, you know, like with COVID, we haven't been talking to people. We haven't been networking, whatever. No. But I have found so far that anytime I say that the person is just like, Really? <laughs> Me too. Feels like I'm meant to tell them. I meant they're they we cross paths for a reason. Yeah. So like the one one girl I met, her name was Emma. She's like listening to our podcast right now. So she and she's starting from the beginning. So hopefully uh-huh. she gets um she hears her name. Hi Emma. Um she was just like we were chatting, 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 and she's like, Have you I haven't told her about manifestation? She's like, Have you heard about manifestation? I was like, Yeah. And I just kind of left her. Heard of it. Okay. After she, you know, heard her lovely, lovely story, I showed her our podcast. I was like, hey, I want to show you something. So, like, I showed her our manifestation. She's just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, this whole time. I'm like, yeah. Um, That's great. It was, it was awesome. So, like, I found my little man, my manifestation buddy over here in Australia. And then I was talking to another guy who was a part, um, was one of the husbands at the workshop. And I was telling him about the podcast too. And he was just like, this is really cool. And something that I've always done and don't really talk about. And what was really lovely about that is like, again, it's not our typical audience member listener. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, a middle-aged guy, like, you know just not somebody I expect to have that kind of conversation with but yeah but it's making me realize it's like this is for everybody I don't know why I've just signaled out just like this one specific group of people but clearly this is for everybody and yeah it's it's pretty cool so hi you yes you we heard you Did you just talk to your phone while listening to this episode? Yeah, we hear that a lot. So we've decided to do something about it. You are formally invited to join the official OMJ community, a place where you can meet up with other OMJ listeners to talk about the latest episode, celebrate what you are manifesting, ask questions, and engage with other woo-woo enthusiasts. Mickey and I realize we have each other to bounce all these juicy ideas about the universe, vibration, law of attraction, aha moments, and so much more, which adds to our increasing momentum. And we want that for you too. Apply to the private group on Facebook today by answering a few short questions and surround yourself with like-minded individuals who want to manifest their dream lives too. 
In this free group, you will also get first access to our private events, including our monthly online container called OMJ Engagements. Here we will host group coaching calls, guest speaker events, and whatever we feel inspired to support you with that month. We are ready to take our relationship to the next level. Come join us and our listeners in the amazing OMJ community. We can't wait to see you in there. And now back to the show. I feel pretty, feel pretty complete. I do want to mention one thing though, like elephant in the room, right? Like with our last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was going to be my next question because I'm sure the listeners are like on the edge of their seats. Like how's Sam feeling? Like, is she, you know? Yeah, I know. I just... I'm really grateful that we shared that episode. Like, I'm really yeah. grateful that we just aired our dirty laundry. We're just like very, very real, very vulnerable, very honest. Like, here's where we're at right now. Blah. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was good. And even since like, so because I haven't had my hands kind of in the clay with OMJ, just because I've been away watching you do all the things like posting and, and I can, I, I can, I can still see what's going on, even mm-hmm. though I'm not doing it. I'm just like, wow, like, holy, you know, it's <laughs> done such an amazing job. And there's Nick. Hi, Nick. Hello. Hello. We're about to get going. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're recording. We're recording live. Yeah. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> Right. Sorry, I hate that. Um, so recorded in real life, folks. Real time. Real life, real time. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that you're doing an amazing job. Like there's it feels like you've you've kind of you're running with it. <laughs> it feels really good to watch. Like I'm like look at her go, look at her go, look at her go, you know? Yeah. So that's been really cool. Um, and, you know, honestly, sharing those experiences with those people on the trip with Emma and the other guy, I was just like, I had this like gut sinking feeling of, um, um, I had this gut sinking feeling of like, uh, I don't want this to be over. Like I'm, I don't want those people that I just told to find out that the, like literally as I was talking to them about it, that episode released. (laughs) Don't listen to that episode because um, (laughs) it's a weak moment. Don't it's fine. Uh Yeah. I really hope they don't listen to that moment, but I mean, whatever it's, it, that kind of gave me like, I had that feeling in my body, that like drop sinking feeling of just like, I don't want anybody to worry. I don't yeah. want anyone to that. I mean, the fact that we even recorded that episode, I think it's like a massive indication that it's still going. It just, it's just looking different, right? Like I said, I'm, I'm in this new role and it's just like super, I don't know, just new and different. And I don't know how to navigate this yet. Cause I'm just, learning as I go. So I, I think it's, it's, want- it's growing pains. Like I think we're expanding in a lot of areas. Like OMJ is growing and host to host is growing. <laughs> you guys are talking. 
and now it might be frozen for a second. Bear with us, folks. You're saying host host is growing and it's just growing. Yeah, it's like we're all expanding. And, you know, uh, Michaela Pike Media, that's a whole other thing I got to fill you one out on. Like, that's starting to grow too. So I want to stop talking now. So, well, I. I just think, I think it's important to acknowledge that the point of this podcast was to document our success in our respective passions. Um, so the fact that <laughs> it's the manifestation journey that you took that led you to where you are right now. Mm-hmm. So like, that's important to acknowledge, you know, like it's okay to take a little step back from this space so that you can focus on your true passion um, and proving, you know, documenting and proving that this works. You know, like the, all the stuff that we're using and applying it to our respective careers just goes to show you that this shit works and you don't have to be a manifestation coach to make it work. Hmm. Right. Yes. That's kind of the key here. Yeah. And that's what we're dead set on fucking proving. So yes. in order to do that, we can't be solely manifestation coaches. It's not going to work. Like we have to prove that you can apply this in any field. So, but what that means to me is that um, I want to invest in structures that make OMJ a well-oiled machine so that we don't have to spend our precious time working on the tedious stuff, right? Like our job is to expand. So um, it's growing pains. That's all it is. And with growing pains comes pain and uncertainty and (laughs) fear (laughs) and like, what the fuck? And normally people don't share that shit. But that's Mm -hmm. not our style. So it's like at the risk of making the audience feel a little uncomfortable, we're going to be, we're going to be honest, you know, like, I'm sorry if that scares you, but that's the reality of the show. Yeah. I love that you said that. It's true. It's just like straight up truth. Actually, it's funny at the time of this recording, I recorded an episode on my thoughts on this this morning. Um, That's going to air a week, no, two weeks before this airs. (laughs) So people already know my whole thoughts on it. Um, but this is a nice little follow-up, I think, to just because I was like, I can't speak for Sam, but like I feel like I'm speaking for Sam. So this is nice affirmation. Oh, I'm excited to listen to that. It's so fun. It's gonna be weird. It was weird to record it. I'm like, this is feels funky, but what do you do? Um, so any other manifestation stories? You gotta share the one with Emma and Julia. Oh my God, that was so cool. Okay, yeah. it's 11 11. It's 11 11 right now. Oh, good time um, to share. Okay, this is super, super cool. I'm so glad that you brought this up. Um, okay, so 14 years ago, I stayed with my cousin Emma. Um, she is a relative of on my grandfather's side. Um, and then while I was staying with her, I visited my other cousin, Julia. She's on my grandmother's side. So these two cousins haven't met, like they don't share the same family. They're related by marriage. Like they don't share the same, like one has a great uncle. The other one has a, an aunt, like, you know, anyways, (laughs) so they've never met, but they live in the same city. So that's why I visited both of them when I was here 14 years ago. Um, so if we fast forward to now I'm in Australia mom and when you and mom were out on your trip in Long Island, mom was like, you should message Julia. And I, for some reason, didn't think that she was still living in Brisbane, um, in the same city, but apparently she was. 
And so I messaged her on my, the day before I was going to leave or two days before I was going to leave. And I said, hi, I'm in Brisbane. I'm not sure if you have any time to meet, but um, I'm hoping maybe you can meet tomorrow. And she's like, that's fine. I don't have any plans tomorrow. Um, And then she says, where, where, where are you? I'm in Manly. So Emma had booked for my last night with her, booked a restaurant on this pier in Manly. So I was like, oh my gosh, Emma, like she's, she's in Manly. She's in the same town that you booked this restaurant. So the restaurant was like 20 minutes away. And like Brisbane's a huge city. Like there's, you know, a lot of people, there's millions of people. It's just like, what, how is this even a thing? Like out of all the restaurants possible, you know? Mm -hmm. And so Emma's like, oh my gosh, that's, and so I told Julia, I said, Julia, we've booked her at the restaurant right um, called the, I don't know what it was called. It was the boathouse or something. And she's like, I live right across the street. You can park in the driveway. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Like, (laughs) so we show up and it was incredible to see her. Oh my gosh. And so she's like, come inside for a second. So we go inside, Emma comes inside and she's like, literally as we step into her house she's got this old queenslander house so it's like just something you'd see in the movies like this old australian house like they have this kind of like art deco around the side i feel like now that i've been here i get a sense of anyways so we go into this like (laughs) very charming house and right on the wall as soon as you walk in on the wall she has a picture of nana a picture of our great nana Mm -hmm. our great uncle and our great aunt Mm -hmm. like all of these people that we know Mm-hmm. That we know, like listeners, we grew up with our grandmother. We like in the same house. <laughs> yeah. Grew up in the same house. So we know our grandmother very deeply. And she is a constant um, source of support in our lives today. Like she constantly sends us messages. We don't talk about that on the show, but. Yeah, maybe we should more. <laughs> our Nana, our Nana is like a big fucking deal to us. So she has a picture of Nana on in her hallway you know and she's got pictures of her great-grandmother and I'm just like if I hadn't messaged her I wouldn't have known that my family was like right there across the street yeah and so I we you know we went out for dinner we went to a different restaurant so they could accommodate all of us and we were chatting and oh my gosh Mickey her eyes they look so much like Nana's and like I didn't cry, but like I was looking into her eyes and listening to her and I was just like, I feel like I'm talking to Nana. Yeah. And I remember you saying like, that the last time you saw her. I remember you saying that. It's wild, Nikki. Like yeah. it's so crazy. And then, so Emma took a video of us walking. Yeah. We yeah. walk the same. Like I don't spend any time with this person and she looks like my grandmother and we walk the same and like, it wasn't, I, I told her, I'm like, you really look like her. And she says, that's really funny that you say that because when I was little and I was growing up, my dad would always say, you are a mini lolly. Mm. You're just like your girl. You look just like her. And I was like, ah! like, it's, I just want her to come to our house. Cause I just want to be like, look, it's like Nana. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Well, she needs to come anyway. 
Yeah. 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 It was amazing to meet her. So yeah, that was an amazing, like that was like divine orchestration. Absolutely. Parked in the driveway across the street from the restaurant. And I walk in and my family's there like, ugh, it was so amazing. So amazing. And Emma must have been blown away too. Yeah. Emma was like, they're, Emma's just like, I just have, like, she just feels like she has a family member or like she has somebody 20 yeah. minutes down the road. Yeah. I don't even have, we don't even have that. No, we don't even have that. Yeah. It's so true. Anyways. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. It's a good story. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about your networking thing. Okay. Well, first I want to uh, mention I just want to clarify how you got first class. Nick surprised you, but he didn't know you were trying to manifest it. I feel like that's yeah. important to say it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Cause I'm like, everyone's like, everyone's like, okay, but like how? Yeah. <laughs> like everyone wants to know. Oh, I just manifested it. It just happened out of thin air. Like, no, Nick booked it, but didn't tell you, but didn't know that you were trying to manifest it. Yes. That's yeah. right. He's surprised. Well, and what she keeps doing on this trip, he keeps surprising me with a helicopter. Yeah. Helicopter oh, t- tell the people. Holy. Like, <laughs> that was like, epic. Yeah, that was epic. This is the first time I've been in a helicopter. And I'm like, is this the first time I've been in a helicopter? I think so. And so we get our pilot was fucking hilarious. He kept saying fuck. He's like, sorry about all the fucks. Like he just swore all the time. And he's like, I want to teach you Australian. I'm like, okay. And he's like, okay. I'm like, that's like his, it was weird. Like listening to him be like, be a pilot, like, you know, like whatever on, on the microphone. And then just like, uh, he just loved, loved his life. And he was hilarious, but we go up. I'd never been in a helicopter. <laughs> and so I'm like sitting right. And you're just in this bubble, this floating bubble, like a glass bubble, right? That you don't, mm-hmm. there's no obstructions. Just right. this big glass bubble. And you're like, it was so easy. It was so smooth. It was so not scary. It was just mm-hmm. really fun and gorgeous. Like, ah, it was, it was so cool. Like, yeah, it's uh, really beautiful. Like, I want to, con- he's like, I'm going to try and convert you from planes to helicopters. I was sold in the first three seconds. I was yeah. like, I will always take a helicopter. Wow. <laughs> so Nick's going to be a helicopter pilot now and not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, like this is kick ass way better. Yeah, yeah, love it. So fun. Yeah. And he surprised you with that too. Yeah. So sweet. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, it sounds like you're having a fabulous time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just running around like a mile a minute over here, you know? Yeah, it's really good. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and 
even to people that she'd met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, there was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. Well, what can I update you on? We got the stove. <laughs> yes. Yes. Did you share that on our story? I didn't. <laughs> it's really pretty though. It's like got rose gold touches to it. How does it work? Does it's it work perfect. Oh, it's like. So good. That was my one worry. Yeah. No, it's lovely. It like oh. you set the temperature and it like goes to that temperature. <laughs> we've been living with a clunky stove since we moved in essentially as like a temporary stove until we got the one that we really wanted and that goes with sam's design in the kitchen and the one that we got has two ovens and it has five burners and it's like i feel like i might cry when i see it it's really pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's she's nice and cozy in there so that's been really lovely and we're getting Starlink internet this week. <gasps> I know. <laughs> I'm like, Sam just has to leave. Sam and Nick have to leave in order for us to get the things that we've been waiting for a year and a half for. Whoa. Basically. Something about your energy, I guess. I don't know. But it's like the moment you guys step out of the house, all this shit's coming around. Um, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So there's going to be Star Starlink internet when you come back. Yes. It's like, wow. high, it's high speed, very high speed, and it's unlimited. Wow. Okay. I know. <laughs> we can watch Netflix. We don't have to watch oh DVDs anymore. <laughs> I know. Wow. I know. It's really exciting. Yeah. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. More no, more, oh my God. no more DVDs. No more like lagging in interviews or meetings or we can, oh. I can just upload my films. Like, I know it's going to be a game changer. Wow. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So those are those two updates, which I knew you'd be excited about. Um, what else can I tell you? Okay. So I manifested that quick little project here on the island, which was so lovely and so easy. And so like, I don't know, 
it's the program's called Deep Pave Paradise. So they need, um, it's like grant funding that pays for people to rip up parking lots and like put gardens in instead. So it's this whole initiative that they're doing like all across Canada. Um, but I know it's really cool. So the hotel's doing it, but in order to get the funding, they need documentation and proof that they're doing it. So they, the, they pay to have a videographer come and document the whole thing as like a promotion to encourage more people to do it essentially. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I got to hang out in a parking lot and watch people. (laughs) It's like really awkward because there's so much manual labor happening. And I'm like, can you hit that thing harder again? (laughs) (laughs) with my like fancy camera like oh my god they're all like sweating I'm like (laughs) anyway uh but that was really really into it like you know (laughs) yeah put your back into it and smile um anyway so that was really great um it was yeah it was really lovely experience and I actually had a, a student with me um that I had met at the mixer a couple of days before um, her name is Julian and she's very lovely and I could definitely see us working together in the future. Um, so, okay. So this story is really funny. Um, so I got invited to go to this, um, uh, mixer thing. So it's an event put on by, uh, the Kingston film office and, uh, it's an initiative put together for local production companies and, uh, local musicians where you make music videos. So the first time they did this was uh, 2020. So 2019 is when it started, but it was due February, 2020. And literally the day that the music videos were supposed to premiere in person, everything was shut down. Like that was the day that lockdown happened here in Ontario. So all of these music videos got like shown online and like it didn't have the same effect and whatever. So I was working with um, the, the, the production company before I went out on my own at that point. So I had done all the pre-production or not all of it, but a good portion of it to like set it up and let them kind of take the ball and roll with it with a musician. Um, but I didn't get the full sort of creative process. And so Alex put me down as someone that sort of, that had experience with this before, which is technically true, but um, I, I, I just, anyway, it would be a different role that I have this time because I'm like, I'm producing, I'm, you know, technically writing and directing and all that stuff. So he emails me and he's like, um, I just want to put a slide up to say like the production companies that are going to be involved. Like, can you send me your logo and uh, your email address so people can contact you? I'm like, yep, great. He's like, are you coming? And I was like, I think so, but I don't know. Uh, depends on how my day goes. I'll try to be there. He's like, great. So I'm sitting here, I'm doing office work. And I don't want to go. I'm tired. And I'm like, I kind of just want to stay. And I sat with it and I asked my intuition. I was like, okay, should I go? And the answer was like, hell yeah. Wow. And I was, I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. I'm going to go. Cause you don't mess with that. Right. Like I'm like, I'm tired, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go. So I go, I have to like line up three hours before the event starts because the lineups are a friggin' shit show over here right now because there's construction. It's a whole thing. So then I'm like, you know, in town an hour and a half before the thing starts. Anyway, doesn't matter. I get to the event and they're like, I say, oh, I'm Michaela. And they're like, oh, Michaela, Pike Media. I said, yeah. And they're like, okay, so you're ready to speak? And I was like, what? 
And they're like, yeah, uh, Alex didn't tell you. And I was like, no, Alex did not tell me <laughs> like, okay, well, you don't have to say like a whole lot. You just have to like, you know, talk about your production company and what it was like last year working on the film set. And I was like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> so I see Alex and I'm like, so I'm speaking. And he's like laughing. He's like, you got this. You're fine. I'm like, you're right. I am fine. But like, it would, that, okay. It would have been nice to have like a little heads up. And uh, no, he's laughing. He's like, I can do it for you if you want. I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, it's fine. He's like, just talk about your experience. Talk about your production company, what you're all, what you're all about. You only have to talk for like two minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. So then I go and hang out with all the production companies, which of course is men, right? Like, it's just like a bunch of boys around a table drinking beer. And I just kind of stroll up and I'm like, hello, gentlemen. (laughs) Just like the only woman there. Um, And so, you know, we're all chatting and stuff. And then it's time for us to go up and present. And so, you know, all the boys go up and then it's me and Brayden went last um, from Untold, but so I go up there and I'm like, um, you know, my logo's on the screen and it's like the most feminine thing like ever, right? Like everyone else's is like very masculine in nature, all of their logos. But I was like, so I'm Michaela Bag Media, um, as you can tell, <laughs> super femme. Um, I, I was like, you know, if you're looking for like anything like super fast paced or like lots of high energy and like car chases, like I am not your person like come to me if you want like slow like grounded soft images like you know I have a very particular vibe um and it's different from a lot of the things that you may have seen so um my presentation's over uh and my intention for this event was to just go in get information and go home like that's what I was like this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna slip in there quickly whatever information I need, I'm going to get, and then I'm going to go. Next thing I know, there's like this like group of people that like wants to talk to me. And that's not what I was anticipating, but like I got all these cards and like, you know, this guy wants to do like a Scott, Scottish, <laughs> Scottish, like Highlander vibe. And like, I was just like, this is bananas. Anyway. So I'm getting around to the the juicy part of the story. So part of the presentation as well was Alex, who's the film commissioner and Mark Garnes, who is the Kingston film festival manager. Uh, Part of the presentation was their their, uh, intentions and trajectories for the film industry in Kingston. Um, Who else was part of it? Jay Jolly, who's uh, he actually lives here on Wolf Island where we live and he's got big plans for the future as well in film in Kingston. So they're comparing it to the market out in uh, Vancouver Island, BC, Victoria, BC, um, and talking about their um, the the film industry there and how it's grown. So into the economy there on Vancouver Island, I believe it was like five million in their first year, and then twenty million in their second year, and then fifty five million in their third year. Like they're just like blowing up. And right now, I believe in Scarborough, they're allotted, I don't know if it's like they're given or what, but it's like $150 million is being circulated in Scarborough. So they're like, there's no reason that the film industry in Kingston shouldn't be absolutely booming. Like there's no reason. We have all the resources here. We've got these quaint locations. You can film like it looks like a big city. You can film like, you know, lower income areas, farmhouses, waterfront. Like it's like, you name it, we've got it. There's no reason that it shouldn't be busy here. So they do this huge fancy presentation about it. 
Um, and then Alex, so this is like after I've been talking to students and stuff like that, um, when the presentation's over and then Alex brings this man over, um, and he says, uh, you guys need to talk. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So this man's name is Wegen, W-E-G-G-O-N. Um, and he owns a production company in Ottawa. And he's there with um, four uh, members of his production company. Uh, and they've been touring the city with Alex and Amesha all day, like looking at different locations and then ending with this mixer event. And so um, he was saying, Wagon was like, we're beyond impressed with Kingston, like beyond, like, we're just like, it's weird that nobody knows about this place yet. <laughs> it's weird that it's not on the map yet. Like, how um and looking at the passion and the trajectory from these three guys that are like obsessed with bringing the industry here like he's just like we're really impressed and we're seriously considering moving to kingston like serious serious so he told me a little bit about his company and they own re cameras which are like the top the highest end camera like steven spielberg and ron howard use these cameras like that's what they have and they rent them out and stuff but like they're very serious about what they do. So they started filming back, of course, in 2019 and had a short film that they were going to release and then COVID happened. So they are just releasing their film like this weekend, I think. Like it's just, they're just like starting to like breathe again. But they said they're having a hard time in Ottawa. They're having a hard time like breaking into the the vibe, the, the, the networking there because it's kind of clicky. Um. So anyway, he says to me, he's like, so what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a, I'm a director. And he was like, oh, he's like, what do you direct? And I was like, well, right now, a lot of promotional stuff. I've done a short doc, but my passion is films. And he was like, okay, like, what kind of genre are you interested in? And I was like, well, lighthearted stuff, I think like comedy or um, like light dramas, maybe. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. He's like, hang on a second. So you got to meet my producer. He's like, let's go. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> We walk over and I meet his producer and his, um, it's like a sound engineer. And then I didn't get to meet their director, but he was like off chatting. So the producer was like, Wagon's like, you, you guys, you, you need to talk. And so it's like, okay. And his producer's like, what do you do? Who are you? And he was kind of like a, like a sharp shooter. Like he was like very direct. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm a director. And he's like, what, what do you direct? And I'm like, um, well, I, I've done a couple of short films. What are they like? Well, the first short film that I did was actually part of a 72 hour film festival, like concert to completion, completed a whole thing, but it won a bunch of awards. And he was like, okay, what was it about? And I said, it's, uh, it was called hopeless romantics. He's like, oh, like romantic comedies. And I said, yeah, I mean, I feel like that suits me. And he was like, okay, okay. He's like, what else? What else do you do? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, like, if you were like to name a film that you could direct, what would it be? And I was like, I'd love to do something like Dan in real life. And he was like, what's that? I was like, okay, I'm like, just look it up. So he like, he looks up, he's like, oh, Steve Carell, yeah, the pancakes. Yeah, I've seen this, this cover before. I'm like, okay, well, watch that. And that's like the kind of stuff I want to do. And he was like, he started to get really excited because he's like, we're looking for someone like you because we get scripts that come across our table all the time, but none of the guys want to do them. They don't want to do comedies. They don't want to do the lighthearted stuff. They want to do the serious, the dramas, the action, the thriller, the whatever. They don't want to do the light stuff. So he's like, would you do a Hallmark? 
And I was like, fuck yeah, I'd do a Hallmark. That sounds like so much fun. He's like, there's a lot of money in Hallmark, but nobody wants to do them because they're so cheesy and stupid. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'll do, I'll definitely do a Hallmark. And Kingston's like the perfect location for that. Like, like all the quaint, you know, like it could totally work. So um, he was just like, this is really good. He's like, I'm really, really happy that we've met. Um, He's like, you know, we're exchanging information and emails and stuff. And he's just like, we're we're looking for you. Like we need someone like you in our Rolodex because nobody in our production company wants to do it. And we need someone that's going to be passionate about it. And I was like, you found me. And I'm like, if you want to move to Kingston, that would make my life easier. And they're like, we're really thinking about it. I'm like, okay, that would be great. Um. Yeah, so I left that event feeling pretty good. Um <laughs> and I got on the I got on the ferry and uh it was like a really nice night and mom had the mom had the kids, yeah. And I just the so I like was thinking in that moment I actually put the contact soundtrack on and I was just really feeling into that moment and I I said to myself in the car, I said, um, I think the industry is coming to me. I think I'm meant for this. And as I thought that I turned the corner and the sun was like in that beautiful, the sunset was ridiculous. I tried to capture it, but I was like, it's not doing it justice. Like, and I just got full body shivers twice and I started laughing. Like, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. Like, I'm not giving up. I'm not going anywhere. It's fucking crazy. And to me, what blows my mind about it is I have always known that the industry will find me. I know. Like I live on fucking Wolf Island. There's no, I have no business like quote unquote, making it in this industry. Like I just don't, but I will. Mm -hmm. Like I know I will. And it's just crazy that the industry has found me. There are three guys that are hell bent on putting it in my backyard. I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I just live here. (laughs) More like a classic, I mean, projector. Yeah. But like, this is exactly what the law of attraction is. Yeah. It's like, you're not, you're just making it known that this is what you're passionate about. You're like, you're getting involved. You're getting, but like the pieces just like come together for you. Well, and I love the timing because yeah. the industry isn't booming yet. And that makes me really happy because I've got two little kids. Yeah. Oh, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, Good. by the time that it's booming, they'll yeah. be in school. They'll have friends, you know, like, it's like, it'll be the perfect time and I love like you know I took film in Kingston Ontario you know like everyone with that I talked to was like what are you gonna do with that like how are you gonna be yeah. successful yeah. right like they were like you're gonna go to New York or LA or Vancouver yeah. and I was like no and they're like so and I'm like I don't know like I've always been that way I've always been I like I don't know I don't know but it's going to to happen. And it was just like all the validation I needed, especially like that intuitive hit before I left like that. Hell yeah. 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 Like I could have not gone, you know? Uh So (laughs) it's feeling really good. Um, I, I emailed wagon, like I sent him hopeless romantic. I'm like, please just know student film. Like, you know, it's not, 
anything to really write home about, but I'm like, just think about what I could do if I had the right resources and like a good period of time. <laughs> like, right. This is my very first one. So like, it's pretty much garbage, but like, just, you know, contemplate what it could be like. And then I sent him some of my like recent work and what it like in terms of caliber with the new camera and stuff. But I'm like, yeah. this is alone. This is me alone. So like, <laughs> Give yeah. me people. Um, yeah, people who know how to use the camera. People who know how to and are passionate about it, and like set design and costumes and actors. And yeah, exactly. like, I need just bring me the team. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And and the other film that um, I was asked to work on with Jay Jolly, I thought it was supposed to be going in April, but it's actually been moved to um, September, I believe. Uh, and that's the one that where they want me to be a script supervisor on it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, and that's being, that's doing well. Like they've actually constructed a set they had uh, from Kingston improbable escapes is set designing it. Oh, fun. I know it's really cool. So like they're hiring as many local people as possible for this production. They're bringing in the cameras from Toronto, I think, but otherwise it's like as many local people on it as possible. So I'm hoping to be the script supervisor on that. Um, they've said that no one else has tried to get that position yet. So I think it's mine. Uh, but that's basically like set, like I'm right beside the director for the entire duration of filming. So they want to, they're trying to train me to be a director. So that's part of an initiative that's, they want to do 10 films in the next three years here in Kingston, like 10 feature films. So if I can get in on that one, hopefully I can stay in on the rest and get trained and be good to go. Cool. So that's what's going with Michaela Pike Media. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. And ideally, right. Like with all of this being said, like, I want to get to a point where OMJ is such a well-oiled machine that you and I, we just show up and talk once or twice a week and then, (laughs) you know, like do our respective things that we're super passionate about, but documenting the whole thing. So yeah, this is just another example of that. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Oh my God. Look at us go. Look at us doing things. It's crazy. In Australia, you're having these amazing meetings with film producers and like industries coming to you. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. I love it. Right in it, right in it. Right in it. Yeah. yeah. And I, lo- I just, I think the timing is really beautiful. Like that's yeah. what I, I'm very grateful because I feel like if it was already booming here, I'd feel like I was missing out. Right. Or like, how can you like get into that rotation, right? Like you're already like, they know who you are. They haven't started yet. They'll bring you in. You'll just be like a part of their, the ground level. Their, yeah. Their ground level. You'll be, you'll be a part of their success. That's the goal. Yeah. That's so cool. I know. It's really, really exciting. It's really exciting. I want to tell you one more quick story this morning that happened that I thought was really fucking cool. It's basically just a okay. coincidence, but I was like, what the fuck? I'll tell you quick because I know you got to go. So this I morning, I got to go in a rainforest, apparently. Oh, you poor thing. Um, <laughs> five more minutes. <laughs> so uh, this morning, I uh, the boys left with Mason to go shopping for a rotary chopper. I don't know. It's something to do with the tractor. So like a hell. It's not. It's not. No, it cuts tall grass. Anyway, so they were doing that. And then mom was with Lavinia for the day. So I was like home alone for the, for the morning. And then I had an errand to run in town later. Um, so I was cleaning the kitchen and I had this song. What do you mean by Justin Bieber in my head? 
Mm-hmm. Like this is random. Like I haven't heard this song in forever, but I'm like laughing and I always, I want to make fun of Justin when I listen to it. Cause I'm like, what do you mean? What do you like? You're clearly not paying attention to her at all. If like, <laughs> what, like when you nod your head, yes, but you want to say no, like fucking figure it out. Like, I'm just like, what a freaking child. But like, it was just like, you know, that's like the, what's going on in my head as I'm like listening to this song. Anyway, I'm like, you know, oh, I finally have a moment. Like I'm going to do some yoga. So I start doing yoga and on this playlist comes on, what do you mean? On the randomized yoga app playlist. That is really weird. I've never heard it on there before. Like it's not, it's like alt beats. Like it's not a song that would... And I'm yeah, like, this is like Sam. Movie. This is Sam's ability where she like here's the future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I I had this yesterday morning. What happened? I had this thought. Okay, I went to this um this scene in this movie where it's um God, I can't remember her name. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Ray Leota. Oh, Heartbreakers. Yeah, that scene. I had this scene pop in my head where he was like flirting with her and then he gets caught and then and then he has another scene where he's like look at all the fish and he starts shooting <laughs> they lay out yeah in my head I'm like what is this kind like so I woke up with it like really 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 random and, and when then, was the last time you saw that movie like forever ago oh like right 15 years ago or something yeah then I opened up my Instagram and uh, he died. <gasps> what? Well, J-Lo was, was saying like R.A.P. Ray Litter because that they worked together or whatever. I didn't even Google that he died. I just, on my Instagram. like. Oh my God. Never- Breaking news. You heard it here first. <laughs> did he die? I'm Googling it right now. I think he did. J-Lo wouldn't lie. No, she doesn't seem like, I mean, sometimes they do hoaxes and stuff. But. I know. I wasn't sure if, like, is this a hoax or it was on entertainment tonight? I don't know. Holy crap. I think it's true. He died. What the hell? Do we know how? Isn't that weird? No, but isn't that really weird? Like, yeah, that's really I weird. In the morning, I had all these like images of him, like, making me laugh kind of thing like all these funny scenes of him and then I opened my Instagram and he died oh my god that's, he's not old enough to die I know weird right but that's, that's weird that you had the Justin Bieber thing and I had yeah that's oh, really I weird another, I have another quick weird thing I got a message you can tell we haven't talked to each other in like a month <laughs> I know and like I have to go so I'm gonna say this one really quick okay I had a dream about Mowgli our cat yeah Mowgli I had a dream about Mowgli and Mason wanted to give him away Sam! Like, oh my god I'm like why are you gonna give him away that's like what's happening I wake up I have a message on my phone that just said Sam I have this dream about you I was trying to get to your house and um when I got there there was a cat that transformed into like a, a beautiful baby girl and baby girls have been popping up a lot on my trip. Huh. But anyway, so I, Jesus. um, 
So I'm like, that's so we both, I woke up and had the dream about the catch and I received a message from her saying, there's a cat at your house. Like Who's I this person. Into, Who's this person? Uh, you don't know her. She's like in my, okay. hair, my okay. money master. But I was like, all right, that's frig and trippy. So what's going on with Mowgli? Oh my God. I was this close, this close to getting rid of him. This close. I found P in four different spots in the house in one day, like one morning. <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's it. There's no reason for it either. This cat litter is fine. He's just being a shithead. So I'm like, I was just like, I don't have time for this. I found it in the bedroom. I found it in my room. I found it in the office and I found it, I think in the living room or something or no, in the laundry room. Like why? Wow. Brutal. I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's your cat or my cat, but I'm pretty sure it's mine. It's not even my cat. It's Mason's cat, but I'm like, I'm ready to kick. I'm like, I'm just going to let him outside. I'm just going to let him out. Wow. <laughs> just like, see what happens. So that's weird that you felt yeah, that. Weird, right? Mowgli. Yeah. You're, you're tapping into some stuff over there. Baby girls, eh? Yeah. Lots of baby girls. Like a lot. What do you mean by that? Like they're everywhere. They're all around me. All what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> like a baby in front of me. It's a girl. Like, it's just like baby girls. Like, hmm. I don't know how else to say it. It's just like, a, it's a daily thing. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should go. Go check out your rainforest. Well, it was a pleasure speaking with you. For me, it's, what time is it? It's 10 to 10 p.m. for oh, me. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. You're right. But uh, I was like sleepy at the beginning of this. I'm feeling a little bit better now. No, don't be sorry. It's what, noon for you? No. Yes? Yeah, yeah noon for you. Oh, you wasted the whole morning in a house full of generators. They must be losing their minds. <laughs> well, thank you for making the time. I'm really gl- I'm sure that OMJ listeners are really, really happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so yeah. happy. I don't know if we're going to be able to do this next. I'll try and... <laughs> message you i don't know I'm- yeah i'm hoping new zealand like when you're doing yeah, down downtime again so yeah. that's like another month from now yeah yeah thinking that too yeah that's fine yeah. yeah i'll uh i'll be fine filling the time but i know i know everyone's gonna be really excited that we had a little catch-up because that was really good um well thank you everybody for listening i don't even know if i have any takeaways do i have any takeaways maybe just do the damn thing you know what I mean? Do the damn thing. Sam's in Australia doing the damn thing. I went to the damn mixer. <laughs> just do the damn thing. You know, like take some action because you just do not know. Like adopt that blind faith and just fucking go for it. Yeah. You know? Because you don't yeah. know how, how amazing it's going to work out. Yeah. That sounds good. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. And um, as always, We wish you life filled with joy and abundance and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, 
This is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.